Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the beginning of the book of Ezra. In the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, in order to fulfill the word of the Lord spoken by Jeremiah, the Lord inspired King Cyrus of Persia to issue this proclamation throughout his kingdom, both by word of mouth and in writing. Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, all the kingdoms of the earth, the Lord, the God of heaven, has given to me, and he has also charged me to build him a house in Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Therefore, whoever among you belongs to any part of his people, let him go up, and may his God be with him. Let everyone who has survived in whatever place he may have dwelt be assisted by the people of that place with silver, gold, goods, and cattle, together with freewill offerings for the house of God in Jerusalem. Then the family heads of Judah and Benjamin and the priests and Levites, everyone that is whom God had inspired to do so, prepared to go up to build the house of the Lord in Jerusalem. All their neighbors gave them help in every way, with silver, gold, goods, and cattle, and with many precious gifts, besides all their freewill offerings. The Word of the Lord. The Lord has done marvels for us. When the Lord brought back the captives of Zion, we were like men dreaming that our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with rejoicing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad indeed. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the torrents in the southern desert. Those that sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. Oh, they go forth weeping, carrying the seed to be sown. They shall come back rejoicing, carrying their sheaves. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the crowd, No one who lights a lamp conceals it with a vessel or sets it under a bed. Rather, he places it on a lampstand, so that those who enter may see the light. For there is nothing hidden that will not become visible, and nothing secret that will not be known and come to light. Take care, then, how you hear. To anyone who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he seems to have will be taken away. The Gospel of the Lord. What was the worst thing ever invented? Back in seminary, we were sitting around the table one night after dinner. No one had much to say, so this quirky old monk thought he would get a conversation started by stating that the worst thing ever invented was the electric light bulb. We all started laughing, and he may have cracked a smile as well, but he had an argument. Before the light bulb, man worked and played, lived and breathed in the natural rhythm of light and darkness. Man was much more in tune with nature and aware of his natural surroundings. When artificial light was introduced, Man lost this natural, steady rhythm. Artificial lighting has allowed man to stay up way after his bedtime. And that has made for a lot of trouble. 
sleep therapists did not make much of a living before the great inventor Thomas Edison gave us the light bulb. The subject of light is found all throughout scripture. God's first line in the Bible is, let there be light. Isaiah wrote, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. And for those living in the shadow of death, a light has dawned. Light for the Jews was synonymous with life. No one who lights a lamp conceals it with a vessel or sets it under a bed. Rather, he places it on a lampstand so that those who enter may see the light. Christ is the light of the world. Echoing Isaiah, Christ promised that those who follow him will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. To have the light of life, to have the light of Christ in us, is to be truly alive. Christ is alive more than ever. A scholar wrote, all have need of him, either to love him or to curse him, but they cannot do without him. Many men in the past have been loved with extreme intensity. Socrates by his disciples, Julius Caesar by his legionaries, Napoleon by his soldiers. But today, these men belong irrevocably to the past. Not a heart beats at their memory. There is no one who would give his life or even his possessions for them, even though their ideals are still being advocated. And when their ideals are opposed, no one ever thinks of cursing Socrates or Julius Caesar or Napoleon because their personalities no longer have any influence. They are bygones, but not Christ. He is still loved and he is still cursed. Men still renounce their possessions and even their lives, both for love of him and out of hatred for him. No living being is as alive as Jesus. Our job then, once we receive this light, is to keep it burning bright and never, God forbid, throw it under our bed or snuff it out. We are to be a light to the Gentiles so that they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. <laughs>